Welcome back to Fright Central. I'm Doc. You're Keck. How's it going, buddy? I am, I am <laughs> I say, That is a fact. We're talking about facts, and that's one of them. I am Keck. Hey, may your uh, coffee kick in before reality does. Uh, yes, we yeah. will be talking about 1899, the horror yeah. TV series from uh, the Dark uh, creators. But first, I did have a little bit of news. Um, Mike Flanagan uh, is leaving Netflix. His contract is up for one, but he is joining Amazon Studios. Oh, motherfucker. Uh, but we I'm still get his, his, his last show, the, the Fall of the House of the Usher, is still coming out on Netflix in 2023, which is based on the works of Edgar Allan Poe. But the good news is... Um, he will be adapting Stephen King's The Dark Tower for Amazon. I mean, yeah, I mean, that is good news. But I mean, I would rather him not do that and stay with Netflix than move to Amazon, which is clearly just a move that he made because they offer them more money. Yeah. Which and if I was in his position, like I would probably do that as well. Um, yeah, seeing as Netflix is kind of losing money right now and their uh, subscribers are kind of in hold, like he's not going to get as big of a budget for something like The Dark Tower as well. And they're going to they spent a lot of money on like the Lord of the Rings show and shit. And that was one of the reasons he like agreed to it. And uh, he's already wrote a pilot for it. And he views the series as going at least five seasons plus uh, two movies. No, that's cool, and I'm definitely going to watch that, and I'm, like, real psyched up to hear that. I just, the, I, Netflix doing bad, like, the idea of Netflix, like, possibly, like, crashing or, like, even going out of business or something like that, and Amazon, like, fully absorbing, like, all of, like, Netflix, like, that's just not a good, um, thing for anyone like we need more competition but i don't think netflix is going under like i don't think that anything like that's happening they're just like dealing with i mean it seems like there's a new streaming um platform popping up like every month now yeah so like inevitably like the like we always say like the more competition the better but it's starting to get to the point where like it's a little bit ridiculous now yeah. like you know what i mean like some of these companies should just start getting like merging or getting bought out or something like that i don't know because... i think we've already had too much merging <laughs> so <laughs> there has been a lot of merging recently. yeah but hey well that i mean hey i'm i'm happy to hear that i just wish you would have stayed with netflix instead yeah of it's, it's kind of bad for netflix because mike flanagan was really like the standout yeah was bringing them money in and stuff like that but i guess the contract was coming up like uh, it was ending and i guess it was too expensive to like rehire them and well, Amazon, you know, I believe Amazon already had the rights to Dark Tower because I remember they were, remember them when that Dark oh, movie well, came out. Could that have been something where he would not have been even able to produce his project with Netflix? I think so because I remember uh, when the Dark Tower movie came out, they had talked about it was going to be a movie and then a season and then a movie and then a season. And I remember it was going to be on Amazon from what I remember reading and well and if that's the, movie the case tanked. I can't I can't fault Flanagan for that yeah. if I mean if that's the case and like the Amazon's pitch was like 
you know, if you come to us, we're going to pay you more. We're going to give you a larger budget for your projects. And we're going to allow you to do the project that you want to do. Yeah. Because and apparently he's been working right on. To- yeah. Apparently he's been working on it for a long time. And, he, and like he's already like has yeah. a pilot script and, and a very detailed outline for the first season and a broader outline for uh Well, if that's the case and it was an issue of like legal copyright uh, stuff, then I mean, who can fault him for that? I mean, anybody would have made that move. You said he's been working on it and investing a significant portion of like his life to it. Something he's passionate about. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's cool, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. So. Yeah, no, I, no, I am too. The more Stephen King content, the better. Yeah, more Mike Flanagan content, the better. Although, like, yeah. I was um, watching Midnight Club, and I didn't think that was that great. I think that might be one of his weakest uh, projects that he's got going on. But it is more for like a teen crowd. Yeah, and also his follow up wasn't as well received. What was um? Oh, the Bly Bly Manor. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bly Manor. Midnight Mass was really good, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought Bly Manor was pretty good. I mean, I thought it was decent. I mean, it was nowhere near uh, as good as Hill House. No, I mean, not. I thought Hill House was like actually like a pretty like monumental accomplishment with all like the hidden references and everything like that. You know, it spoke of a uh, much greater volume uh, than Bly Manor, surely. But I thought Bly Manor was like, all right. I mean, it just, it wasn't as well received. Um, yeah. Story wasn't as good. Anyway, not to get uh, too sidetracked with that. Well, hey, that's cool. I'm definitely psyched up about Dark Tower. Yeah, uh, that's kind of all the news I had. It was all uh, Flanagan related. Uh, <laughs> <Flanagan, laughs> so. It was like, it was literally like one day he left uh netflix and then the next news announced was he was he was uh working on the dark tower so and there hasn't been like any news that like the whole friday the 13th project has like collapsed and not going to happen no why would that (laughs) i'm just saying like uh, it's happened so many times yeah that like i would just not be shocked if they were like oh yeah it's going back to court again like it looks like you know we're not going to be able to use everything we thought we were Uh, like we're allowed to have jason but like you know cunningham's bitching that he's got rights to the hockey mask so we're gonna go back and have baghead jason for friday the 13th part two i'm sure we'll get all versions of jason we'll get the baghead and and like i have the right to jason's mother so instead of like jason's mother like being the typical lady that you see she's gonna have to be like i don't know from india or something i just see i I just see like i could just it's happened so many times that like i could just see something getting fucked up i don't think they would have announced a series with brian fuller attached if they announced several friday the 13th projects in the last decade oh yeah well i went through it yeah but that's that's what i'm saying like a couple of them there were even uh one of them I was uh, checking out with Jake. There was even a um, a trailer, a brief trailer that had come out. So they had actually filmed like a, a little bit of a trailer about. So I'm just saying like. Might have been I a fan could, trailer. I don't uh, know if it was real. It's possible. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I'm just saying I've my heart has been broken so many times considering like we said, I think we uh, came 
to the understanding that the last Friday the 13th was 2009. So it's been 13 years. I think it was two, it was either 2009 or 2007. Pretty sure it was. I'm just saying like in it's been more than a decade and like promises were consistently broken. I'm just I'm not getting my uh, sight set too high. I'm just I'm going to assume that something's going to get fucked up and hope to get like blown away. You know, <laughs> so that that's where I'm at. But anyway, yeah. well, I guess no news is good news in that front. And uh getting into uh 1899 now you just freshly finished it last night you had let me know that you were on your last episode so it is fresh on your brain so why don't you kick off with your initial impressions yes well uh initially i had started probably about a week ago and i was taking my time with it only watching like an episode uh a night and i mean it it does kind of it doesn't start i think it starts off kind of sluggish it was a little slow in the beginning. It took about Agreed. about the third episode, maybe, for me to like become more invested. But like, I was still only watching like one a night, just because like by the time I'd get home from work, and you know, watched all my World Cup games that I wanted to watch. Like, <laughs> uh, there is a uh, yeah, so I couldn't watch more than one until this weekend when I just finished like the last three. But uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, basically, uh, 1899 is a series, uh, like I said earlier, about uh, the uh, from the creators of the dark. Uh, it's about a multinational immigrants traveling from the old continent to the new, and they encounter a nightmarish riddle aboard a second ship adrift on the open sea. Yeah, sort of like you get like Titanic vibes uh, from it, like a little bit, you know, because they're all like traveling from the old world to the new world. It seems like um you get the idea very early on that almost every passenger on the ship is basically trying to escape something. Yeah, they're going from uh, I think they said they left from England and they're going to New York is their uh, destination port. And the one thing that it seemed like everyone had in common, because everybody speaks different languages, and we'll get into that, but it seemed like just about everyone was trying to escape something and start a new life. And, uh, you know, that was, uh, you know, that was a interesting concept because you know there were there's a lot of things that make all the characters very different because you know they're all from different places with different backgrounds but i got the you know i got that right away that everybody seemed to be running away from their past reality is the way i'll put it into a new reality i think would be uh, at least you know from the creators of dark i think that's what they were trying to convey pretty much right away yeah uh we should talk about the languages first because uh the it is a multi-language uh series which yeah uh, you need to make sure when you've put on netflix to change it to the original language that is that uh, is very very important yeah when i turned it on it popped up the dubbed version immediately and uh, by default it comes yeah. in dubbed which would basically erase like 50 percent of what the creators are trying to convey yeah so yeah that's a pretty big deal actually that's yeah really there's a lot of scenes up. where characters are talking to each other and the other person has no idea what they're saying but you can they can kind of convey through body language what they're getting at but then there's other times where like 
some characters are just like, well, wait, what is he saying? And nobody will train like because there isn't necessarily a translation for person for everybody. So they're yeah. like, wait, what's going on? And like nobody's translating for them, or like they don't know what they're asking. And like, and like a lot of like uh headbutting going on because of like it's so many different uh languages and cultures, but there was a lot of like you can understand somebody's intent through their body language uh, in yeah. as well. And I, I thought that was really well done. Well, uh, fear, terror is something that's very easily interpreted. Like, you know what I mean? Like you and can love like, and help yeah. helping somebody as well. Yeah. Like, so yeah, there was well, a lot like that. That's one of the cool things that I thought made it even more suspenseful is that, you know, uh, you have such a diverse group of people where, you know, each group has like its own little clique kind of that speak the language um, and they understand each other, but it makes it a little bit more chaotic and suspenseful that like, you know, uh, where there is the language barrier and there's all this complex, confusing, surreal shit happening on the ship. Yeah, it's spoilers, like, by the way. Know, if you haven't watched the show, don't yeah. be listening to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you get, like, at the end of the very first episode, like, you start to realize, like, this isn't just, like, a typical ghost story where, you know, they're going on, like, a cruise and, like, the ship is haunted or there's problems at sea with icebergs and shit. Yeah. Like, there's some supernatural-ass shit going on here. Like... It's pretty much, I mean, it, it was, I know what you mean when you say it was sluggish, yeah. but they get the distress call from the Prometheus pretty early on. And the captain basically goes, and this is what sets the stage. The captain basically says, you guys have all paid vast sums of money. You're and all the characters know we're all trying to escape like our past lives to start anew. We've paid a lot of money to get to where we're going. And the captain, like very early on, decides to say, we just got a distress call from a ship that's been missing for four months. Very like event horizon. -y kind yeah, of, the, you know yeah especially I mean? the name Prometheus as well. Was yeah, the ship that but I, yeah, it, like I got event horizon, horizon deja yeah. vu right away. Yeah. I mean that, and like basically he announces to all the crew and a lot of them are like wealthy, like sophisticated, refined people. You know what I mean? Like upper class uh, people. Yeah, there's definitely a and class he, warfare going on that, uh, on the yeah, ship there's, as well. Uh, yeah, that's a very strong. I mean, there's a lot of shit going, like there was in Dark. There's a yeah. lot of like subplots and like subplots within subplots. But just to finish my thought, the captain pretty much says within, I think it's about the first 15 minutes of the first episode, 15 to 20 minutes. The captain basically says, by the way, everything you guys thought was going to happen is not going to happen. We are going to divert course. It's going to take us like, I think a day to get there. And like, we're going to, instead of taking you to your destination, we're going to perform like a rescue mission instead. So that immediately basically pisses off 99%. Almost no one is on board with doing that. So yeah. it's basically, I think they say that there are 1500 people on board this ship. One thing I noticed is I, 
I would say one thing I guess I didn't notice and I was a little bit like if I were to criticize something, I didn't really get the feeling that there were that many people on board uh, the way they filmed it. And I realized that like a lot of uh, because of the class warfare, they had people like compartmentalize and subjugate it and stuff like that. But I didn't you know, he said there were 1500 people on board. I didn't get the sense of the volume of people on there you kind of can from the dining dining room scene uh and then the scene when they're below deck with the uh immigrants um there was a there was like a large group down there so i could see about 1500 and that's not really that many people but it kind of felt more like 500 people than 1500 people. 1500 people on the on the ship that's kind of a lot of people i mean yeah I mean, it I is but like i mean what we saw though only felt more like 500 people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that 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 that's what i was and it only focuses I mean. on maybe like 10 of those people uh yeah. so yeah well, uh, 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 maybe more than ten, maybe twenty. I'm trying. I'm. I think the main characters, head, like the main ones that actually like. Oh, the they act like the yeah. the like the lead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, maybe if you're like going if you're going by that. I mean, then there's like the, secondary characters, and there's a little more than them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, se- if you're going by secondary characters, I mean, there's like. Uh, they fit it in where there's like maybe like 30 different like i mean there's a lot of different stories yeah and i thought that the um the creators did a great job of very quickly um presenting sophisticated character development for each of them because like i got a sense of each character very early on like you kind of knew their backstory knew where they were coming from and it didn't take them like several episodes to build that up like you know they were able to quickly like integrate the character's background and convey it into a way that the audience would like you know uh i mean I guess my opinion rapidly be able to absorb their story and sort of nor- know where they were coming from. Yeah. Because there was just so much going on. Like, you know, if you have uh, seen uh, season one of dark or watch dark at all, like, you know, that there's a lot going on there. Well, I would say like with the complexities of this story, there's like, triple the amount of shit going on although i did find these characters easier to follow i think it was because from the dark it was like it was time travel so you were meeting people that were like older versions or like yeah well obviously that's going to it was a little more confusing and like time loops (laughs) and stuff like that so this is this was a little easier to follow than that i felt um yeah even though i thought it was sluggish at, at the beginning it did still keep like you interested by the end of the episode to be like, all right, and now what's coming next? Where are they going with this? Um, I know a couple people saw like the the whole twist early on. It maybe took me about three episodes to kind of figure it out, but even then, I was kind of like, am I right? <laughs> you know what I mean? It still kept me going. Like, wait, this is what I think is going on, but is it really what's going on? It's like okay, and then further along, I was like, okay, that's right, but like how it is why and how is this all like connected and everything like that so i still thought it was really good especially once i got to like maybe the third or fourth episode like i said i was like yeah i was into it so i let my mind go blank 
because I realized with Dark that there was going to be a lot of complexities. So, like, I actually enjoyed, like, knowing that, like, it was going to be unknown. There was yeah. too much shit going on. So, like, I sort of enjoy, like, not trying to guess what's going on. or for, Like, I just let my mind go blank and just start taking everything in. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, go because there were, I was initially concerned because I was like, all right, so you have these, you, know, you have this Spanish couple going on. Uh, you know, you have the captain's story and his struggles with the crew. Then you have, I guess I would call the lead actress, um, the English woman. I yeah. mean, anybody seen, you're going to quickly, yeah, she's the lead basically. And so she's the main character. And then you have this thing going on with um, a mistress and this Asian couple that are, you know, Chinese pretending to be, I was just like, and then the Danes, um, the people from Denmark were kind of like the subjugated people that were like actually traveling on this cruise and they were locked in underneath because they were like lower class and like undesirables, I guess. So there, I was just like, holy shit, this is going to be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. I yeah, was like, I so. <laughs> starting off this chaos. And I, that was my initial take. But after the end of the first episode, like I just, so we're kind of going back to my earlier point. I was like, huh, I don't know what's going on, like in the central plot. But in terms of like all the chaos that I initially felt with all the characters, I was like, I kind of get where they're all sort of because they're all sort of having the one thing in common where they're all escaping from something. So the way they did that, it just, it it tied things in like very, very quickly for me. And, uh, you know, although the story was confusing because it was a mystery, I had no idea it was going to end up where it went from point A to point B. But in terms of like all the like little like goings on between the different cliques, I seem to be able to identify, relate to them and care about them those characters very very quickly so i mean that is very unique um they just did a great job of integration yeah i did really like all their little like uh, ev- like a lot of the main characters got little like flashbacks to like yeah what happened in their past to end up where they are now and stuff like that but uh, i mean that kind of just opens up even more questions for the second yeah, season once yeah. you figure I mean, out what's going on really, really <laughs> i mean it really does and but do you feel with what I'm saying that like the creators like did were able to bring this together in a way where like, you know, everybody's like, yeah, with the flashbacks, like I didn't even get into that. Like, so you have all these characters and then they're having flashbacks to earlier. But so it's even bringing like more themes in and how is this going to tie in? But they did it in a way where, you know, like, yeah, it's everything's still a mystery going forward. But you get the sense that, like, within, like, the individual characters, you know sort of what's going on with them individually, even though there's so many stories and personalities. Do you get what I'm saying? Did you feel that way as well? Absolutely. Because I've watched other things where they've tried to accomplish 
what 1899 set out on, and it was just fucking chaos. Yeah, you just like, end up losing be... some plots with some of the other characters, or like they abandoned yeah, like later on. Like in me, yeah. And I'd be like, oh, I forgot you even fucking existed. With yeah. this, when they brought, even if like they had um a character chain that wasn't prominent in one episode, and they came back in the next, like I immediately recognized, and I was like, oh, all right, that's what's going on. Like, you know, I don't know. They just did it in a way where it was just very well communicated to the audience. Yeah, and but, it definitely kept like me like guessing as well to the fact on, on like you think it's following like certain characters like uh, Crester, the guy, the Danish guy with the scar. Yeah, you think yep. it's kind of following him, but the story was more about his sister than it was about yeah. him. So he ended up being like a and like. You don't find that like that doesn't come to you're like okay this is the the guy we're following from the from the Danish people and like this is the guy we're following from the the Portuguese and the Spanish guy and like but it ends up like not being about like that character at all but it gave them enough enough yeah. backstory to you so you would still care about that character as well too and then really yeah well and then it started kind of switching like to use your example from like um the Danish group it there's a power dynamic where it would kind of like it would go from one character and like you know like you said with Crestor's story and then you find out it's more about like his sister and then they switch the power dynamic to the mother of the family who like the seems to be like the one, leader yeah, yeah and yeah. then it would like shift the power dynamic back well no it's all about the daughter and her baby and yeah. then they show where the baby comes from with like and it's just like holy shit like this is all like juggling around but yet it's just being done in a way where it kind of makes perfect sense yeah like yeah. you're never like overwhelmingly confused i mean uh, i mean maybe if, the like, extent of the characters young, yes <laughs> you're yeah. never really confused yeah, yeah. What, well, like, maybe if you're young and like you're trying to watch this and you're like oh cool i'm gonna watch this horror show maybe that might be over like if you have like adhd and you're not able to set still. Not, but for yeah, like mature attention. audiences like i just think that like you know you're gonna gobble this up if you're into like horror sci-fi like suspense because like if you like a good mystery a show yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, especially now, if you enjoyed the dark and you got a lot yeah. of what was going on in the dark you'll definitely be okay with this show yeah. <laughs> i think the dark well, was better overall personally yeah. but again we're only in the first season of this so we'll see how well this i was going to say i think that because of all like the 80s themes from dark and like the way they did that I would say it's very close because I'm really enjoying 1899. But yeah. I would say in terms of season one of Dark versus season one of 1899, I would say I, too, give Dark a slight edge. Yeah. But just slight, not that much. You know what I mean? And um, it would, in a you know 30 to 40-minute podcast, it would be impossible for us to really break down all the different character chains going on, all the different like plots and subplots and then subplots in subplots. Yeah. And then, you know, that coming back and all the different complexities because they're also able to show how complex each character is. And again, I 
don't want to keep repeating myself, they're able to do it in a very elaborate way that just makes sense and communicates it well. So you're feeling for each character and, uh, but yeah, it would be impossible for us to try to do that in with our time constraints. And plus it, it's also very hard to explain. You have yeah, that was like, Go back and listen to our dark fucking uh, episode. Yeah, like one of our <laughs> most incoherent things. Yeah, yeah, we actually tried to explain dark <laughs> and realized by the end, like, wow, it's just impossible to explain. Yeah. So it's something where you, you really have to watch it. Well, um, one thing I'd like to touch on um, is the big is, twist. Should we talk about the big twist? I wasn't going to talk about the big twist yet. We can okay. get to that, but... I wanted to talk about some of your favorite moments, some of your favorite scenes uh, pressing forward, because mine, I thought one of the most unexpected things is when they go into sort of clockwork orange mode. Like, that's the way I would put it. Like, it seemed like each character turned into like a mechanical clock. And each character just well, not every character, but like maybe ninety. Oh, when they hear the sound, yeah, ninety-five percent yeah. of the entire crew and passenger list decides that they're going to commit suicide by systematically marching overboard, yeah. and you just start seeing these waves of people falling off the ship and that kind of made me think titanic as well because you know at the end of titanic you see all those people i don't want to i don't want to confuse this at all with titanic titanic was a shit movie this is a great show um so like don't let me you know put kate winslet and leonardo dicaprio in your head he could have um, fit on that door <laughs> but uh it was it was i thought that scene was really well done because at first you have no idea what's going on but once they all started marching out onto the deck i was like dude they're gonna start jumping overboard and they did and you just see like it's like just like a waterfall of people just going off i thought that that whole yeah. scene was really well done and when you see uh, some of the uh, views from uh, people that were still in the cabins and it's just bodies falling past the windows yeah, they're just like, like what yeah. the fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean so that trying just... to like and some of the ones that aren't being affected by the sound are like trying to stop the other ones and like tie them to yeah. shit and like yeah it's just real devastating like watching yeah. their mothers like jump off and shit uh yeah, one of my other so favorite seeing, scenes yeah was probably when they like um had the riot on the top of the uh deck and uh, she just throws the boy over <laughs> the boy yeah. that they found on on the prometheus the only one that was uh still alive and and he just goes willingly and then like throws him overboard i was like oh shit this is that kind of show all right but then there's I, when a i saw that it. scene yeah. when i saw that scene and um the um the main character what what is the main character's name i'm sorry do you know wasn't all it mara or something like that M mara yeah I'm, yeah I'm mara sure. yeah mara but, yeah, Franklin, she yeah kind of um she mentions that the boy accepted it and when i saw that i thought back to dark the past is the present the present is the past the future is the past the 
past is the future. I yeah. was like, all right, this shit has happened before. Yeah. I was like, this is not the first time this has happened. Some a very few, very few people just well, really just two people. The boy and Mara's you later find out it's her husband. There's the only two people out door, of yeah. everyone. Two people out of everyone that realize that this shit has been going on in a loop for a while. And when I saw the boy get emotionlessly thrown overboard, he offers up no resistance. I was just like, okay, this is dark. I was like, I get it. This is all when I first saw the boy and then the uh, who turns out to be her husband, the mysterious guy. Like, I was my first thought was like. Oh, that's just future. Uh, you know, it's just thinking from the dark. I was like, oh, they're the same person. One's just, you know, from the future or whatever. Yeah. That was my first immediate thought, just because I was thinking back to the dark. But uh, I started yeah. thinking, I started thinking it possibly was time travel for a little bit because yeah. you you see that you see Myers' husband breaking out um a flashlight. Yeah, and one of the crew members sees it and he's just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, you know, this is before flashlights and, um, well, it's a micro flashlight, like a pen light. So it's like an LED, like micro flashlight. And well, they yeah, still they don't have regular like, flashlights in 1899. Yeah, this was like some tech ass shit. And like, like, what the fuck? And so I was thinking like, huh? So they decided to just go with time travel again. That was like something where like, I was starting to think like, ah, oh, well, that's kind of disappointing. But I was like, hey, you know, uh, I guess you just do what you know. And and it then, seems a little different than what they'd previously done with time travel. too. Well, yeah. But then you, I found out like that I was totally off. And then yeah. I was thinking like it was maybe something that had uh, to do with different dimensions. Did you ever contemplate that? I was thinking like, oh, all right, there's going to be wormholes and parallel dimensions maybe and yeah. like all that the bottom line is i had no idea that it was going to end up uh in space yeah yeah my initial reaction was uh okay like she's still in the mental hospital but i was like yeah. all right well how are all these characters connected then i was like all right maybe they're all like you know still in the, there maybe they're all patients in the mental hospital is was my yeah. first guess and they were all yeah. having this like kind of collective you know where like she was seeing these other people as part of this story but then like later on when like he busts out that little like old school like tech thing and like makes like the ship disappear and then there's like other like you know little hints and stuff that it's not real i was like okay maybe it's a simulation and then, but yeah. then, like, yeah, then I was like, okay, maybe it's not simulation, maybe it's time travel and, and like this and this. And like, yeah, it definitely had me like going back and forth between a couple different theories that I had. But then, yeah, it, it does turn out to be a simulation uh, by the end of yeah, it. So yeah, they all I did not see it being in, in yeah. 2099 in space at all either. Yeah, but I, now, is that even reality? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I mean, there's a lot of different places they could take it. But even though at the end, I did not expect to see them, like, I didn't expect to see her wake up, like, out of her. It was, um, it's comparable to the Matrix. They were oh, yeah, all absolutely. into, yeah. like, a Matrix-like device where they were in, like, a state of suspended hibernation. 
where, you know, they were alive in their minds and they were part of like a group collective, all sort of like, you know, hooked up to a computer. So everything was in their mind. But um, even though it was really out there and I did not see it going to that place at the end, I was just like, yeah, but I get it now. I, yeah. I was like, all right, that it all actually makes sense. So like where it left off, I'm like in no way confused. I'm perfectly aware of everything that's going on. And, um, you know, uh, I'm looking forward to see where season two is going to go. Yeah. I have no fucking idea. All I know is that I'm not confused about anything. And I'm, that's, really I mean, cool. I definitely have questions. I mean, I guess if you're going to be in a simulation, I, I guess set it before there's, you know, any type of technology, then you won't question your reality. Yeah. But it may it does bring up questions about people's backstories, you yeah, know, and stuff like that because then that means they uh, they those things that happened in their flashbacks or whatever didn't really happen because they weren't alive at that time. So it's like where are they getting that from? What happened in their real life that they're bringing these situations <sighs> into? Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's so there was like, sort of like uh, almost like some Inception vibes to it too. Yeah. Like you know, were they was while they were in the simulation were ideas being like artificially implanted into them like you know was this their collective or were ideas being like introduced by like you know some technology that they have so yeah of course there's questions but like i'm pretty much like up to date at exactly where they at like in terms of everything that happened like i don't really have that many questions like what, like I said, one of my favorite scenes was when they were all jumping overboard and uh, I was like, oh, shit, they're killing off like big characters, too. I was happy to know that those characters were actually not killed off. Yeah, I mean, they had mentioned before they even got yeah. to that end. That yeah. Like, so oh, yeah, would, these people just reset again anyway. So but um, I would say my biggest question at the end, uh, you know, wrapping up is why exactly her brother is doing this because her brother you find out is sort of, my big question now is why is he doing this? Like, like i get like she wanted to take her son because i assume her son had died or was dying and i and i get that yeah. like, she wanted to you know keep uh him with her forever so that's why she created it yeah, but yeah, it's it's it. it I it is like okay. Why is the brother taking over? And why is he now? Yeah, what, what and why has he done this to all these people? Like, what exactly? Is... And where's the ship going? Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean I mean? Like, that yeah. that is the big thing. You you're caught up. You get what's going on. It's all well explained, but why? Yeah. <laughs> so that that's a big thing for season two. Yeah, anyway, well, here's hoping I, there's an, at least another season, maybe more. Yeah, so. I, I really enjoyed it. I highly recommend. Uh, I highly recommend the show. And uh, those are pretty much my thoughts on 1899. Check it the fuck out. Yes, definitely. And uh, also, we that? are available on uh, uh, Apple iTunes, Spotify, and uh, Amazon Music Podcast now too. So right on. Uh, Rock check and us roll. out. Join our Facebook group. And thanks for listening. Frightcentral.com. Yep. Right. Or not Central, but uh, Facebook.com slash <laughs> right. right. I'm saying good right. talking with you. Wait. Always.